Welcome to the first episode of the Two on Three podcast of the new decade, otherwise known as episode 154. And you know what we do here, that's where two of your friends take on three topics in 30 minutes. I'm Ty, and you can find me screaming into the void about hypocrisy and impotence on Twitter at SEATJK. And with me as always is Chris. Where can we find you canceling your seven-day free trial of 2021 before the automatic payment hits, Chris? (laughs) You can catch me at CD Villasenor on the Twitter. Looking forward to 2022. Put me in a cryogenic tube. <laughs> we, we should all give ourselves the Captain America treatment. Just like, just, just splash ourselves under the Arctic Ocean and just hope someone finds us and digs us out sometime. I don't know. I saw that it worked out for Ripley. You get <laughs> you cloned know, and sent back into the hell. It never works out. Like, you know, idiocracy. Like, it didn't work out for, for Luke Wilson. I mean, just, no. you know, if you think, if you think you're going to get, things are going to get better. I mean, like, even like Demolition Man. Like he gets frozen and it, he, he wakes up and shit's worse. That's well, well, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's said we're on that timeline already. <laughs> I said I maintain this is the Elysium time. <laughs> All right, well, it's no first breach of the U.S. Capitol since the War of eighteen twelve, but we've got a great show for you this week. We've got an old favorite, an idea for new permanence in the new year, and a look back at the twenty tens. All on tap before a brand new transition segment and an introspective interactive OT. In segment one, we're back to breaking down the differences in the divided states of America as we share the lewdest-sounding town names in each. In segment two, we're going to break down a list of suggested tattoos for first-timers. Ideal for us is we have one noted tattoo haver, me, and one skin purist in Chris. Mm-hmm. And finally, in segment three, we're going to review a list of the 20 best movies of the 2010s according to the folks that made them. Beyond the buzzer, we'll introduce the stupidest things ever said, or testes, <laughs> short (laughs) before heading to the ot where we're going to share with you a list of topics that never made it into the show rundown because they're too hot or perhaps too boring for the pot interact with the show on twitter at two on three pod or hit us up via email at at two on three pod.com you know how much we love to hear from you but before we get to that chris it's been 13 days since christmas 14 days i guess now Mm -hmm. and i have to ask you did you acquire anything that's had a profound impact on your life no, the no nothing, nothing. Like as far as as far as my Christmas gift getting, yeah, like like something that really has changed my 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 life. Yeah, it's you know, I mean, like you've incorporated it. It's really become a, a key part. There's nothing that like Gosh, stands you know, out for you. No, I mean, I get such you know, I I'm into the generic gift mode these days. I don't know what it's just you know shirts and things like that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't. I guess. I'm at the point where when I want stuff, I just buy stuff. <laughs> but you know, I don't know. Nothing, nothing is, uh, nothing has really, nothing's really gotten uh, made a made a serious impact on me. What, what did you, what did you like, like? I know, like a couple of years ago, like you got the the you know the butt sprayer. Was that, <laughs> that, was, that, that was not a couple of years ago. Was that a year ago? It was like April. Was that last Christmas? this year? Was no. it like Christmas? No, Christmas? I just bought that after the pandemic started. <laughs> I should have asked for a butt sprayer. <laughs> really well, you know, Charmin is running those commercials where the bears have itchy assholes. Yes. We, <laughs> we just saw that one before I came up here to record. Right. It's like, what? So your, your marketing campaign is your kids not wipe well enough. You should use better toilet paper. Yeah. Or does a bear shit in the woods? They, yeah. Apparently not. Apparently it. it that's, rubs well, that's how it started. Right. But now we've, we've, we've moved into full anthropomorphization and, the bear is like rubbing its butt around on the dinner table, like the, <laughs> the dining room chair. It's just a disaster. 
It's like, you know what you're communicating to us here, right? Right. My dog does that. Anyway, my point is that there's been no itching since I put the sprayer in. I'll tell you that. All right. That's good. That's a, that's a, that's a, a, a check mark in the pro column. Well, two things I was going to mention that, okay. that have changed my life. One, we got an air fryer finally. And I know I'm late to the party on this. And it's not exciting for anybody to hear about me, have revelations about something I've discovered that's been long known. But I was hesitant to get it to begin with because I didn't want to have a single function appliance on the shelf or on the counter, especially mm-hmm. taking up counter space. But our uh, toaster oven, which I, is, is very important to me, <laughs> has been a little bit on the fritz. It's about 10 years old, too. So it's, it's given us a good, solid life so far. And I found a... Uh, an air fryer that was also a toaster oven. So it's this whole multifunction thing. It does both. Sure. And so, you know, they always say, get you a man who can do both. So I had to go ahead and uh, procure the air fryer. And I I just, I'm shocked at the product that it produces. The (laughs) high quality, the speed. The crispiness of everything. That's, if you're you're doing something that needs to be crisp, like tater tots. That's the one. Or. The whole thing. Tater tots are worth the whole enterprise here. or, Or shrimp. Like the, like the, your coconut shrimp or whatever you get from Costco. Yeah. I mean, to have the, to have the convection option for your toaster oven is absolutely a must. You you get such better, such better food. We had a, so the toaster oven we had was a convection toaster oven, but it didn't do this. Yeah. Yours doesn't like. like Whatever the air fryer is doing is, is it's next level. And the other thing is it's doing it half the time. They put so, a big, bigger fan in there or something. They I guess probably... because I can get like quality chicken nuggets out in like seven minutes. And even with the toaster oven, you got to preheat and yeah, it, yeah, and still wait 20 minutes. This is, it's all ready to go. Fries in 15 minutes. Yeah. You're, so, I mean, you're, you're living the, you're living the life. I can't wait to gain even more weight. <laughs> <laughs> At least they're not oil fried food. That's uh that's true. No, it's a, that's a, that's a key thing. If you're, if you're into the, into the nugget tot, you know, fry, fry kind of stuff. I got third grade and first grade. So it's a big part of my life. <laughs> yes. I like the option though. And now it's like, like, I could make you a, like, I, I hesitate to say hot lunch. Cause now it has nothing but rude connotations, for it. <laughs> but a hot, actual hot meal at lunchtime um, uh-huh. is an option. And I, I just, I think that's pretty exciting. I just, I'm shocked. And I'm, I'm I, once again, much like the butt sprayer, the only regret I have yeah. is not biting it sooner. You know, you know what happens for hot lunch around here is my family is addicted to like $2 ramen. Did I, have I mentioned this before? <laughs> no. Yeah. My, my family is addicted to, so it was like, okay, you get the Marachan, which is yeah. like 35 cents. Yeah. But my wife, who is ostensibly Asian. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She speaks a language. She, she loves. She friends she, with Hilaria Baldwin. Yes, she's she's like she's like Hilaria Baldwin, except she thinks she's Asian, but she has very Asian tastes in food, and so she decided, you know, I'm at the Wajimaya, and I'm gonna pick up a couple of these things. I'm like, okay, so these things start coming home, and mm-hmm. then I'm like, next thing you know, it's like this case from like Amazon comes, the 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 forty pack. Mm-hmm. I looked at it, I was like, this. This Robin's a dollar, like sixty-five cents a pack. Like, Better be good. It's delicious, but who buys dollar? Who buys like dollar sixty-five a pack ramen? I, if there's some more like al dente to it, I mean, I've had no, ramen in no, Japan, so I, no, it's, I if it's high quality, I can see it. It tastes. It, it's delicious. But come on, 
Is it's, it well? Is it superior to the Marchand ramen? Oh, for sure. Okay, well then I guess you pay two dollars for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. It seems crazy to me. It's not as crazy as the the bags of five dollar the five dollar bags of chocolate covered pretzels I've been eating that are like, <laughs> they're no way chocolate like there's no milk in them. Oh right right right. And I had to order them from like New Jersey, and they're like five bucks a bag, and it's like a snack bag. <laughs> <laughs> but it gives you something to enjoy. Well, it's both. It's 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 sweet and salty. Yeah. Yeah, and it's um, ideal. It's the right it's right serving size. <laughs> Except uh, it's really it's wildly expensive. Like, it's, you're knocking these things out. It's like... I'm going to be spending, like, 80 bucks a month on chocolate-covered <laughs> pretzels. They're, like, 38 cents a piece. Yeah, so I don't like this thing on each control. Each pretzel's 38 cents. Because I got a couple for the holidays for, as a gift, and then I had them, and I was like, wow, these are incredible. And so then I went on their website, and I was like, oh, these are expensive. And I was like, well, fuck That's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, they're delicious, and I can't get over it. Mm. Um, the other gift I was going to mention is my wife got me... so. Listeners of the pod or followers of my Twitter would know that I'm, um, I, I'm a, a sneaker enthusiast, and my wife got me some hand knit, like knit from yarn Jordan ones, <laughs> and I don't think we've talked about this on the pod before, but I have cold feet. I have genetically poor circulation in my body. Okay, so my feet just get cold. Like I mean, unbearably cold. Like cold yeah. and then sweaty, and then like extra cold. It's the worst. Okay. It's this big battle with me, like get my proper sock shoe combination during the day in the house to make yeah. sure that my feet like stay comfortable. And these are amazing. So they breathe properly and they mm-hmm. like they keep my feet warm. Plus, uh-huh. uh, they look fantastic. Yeah. 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 It, it's, it scratches many itches. It was uh, unexpected. It was nice. Are nice. you like, I mean, you like the cold feet. Like if you get into bed at night and you're, you haven't taken care of the feet, your wife is like, keep those feet away from me. No, 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 no. My, mine are like, mine's like an affliction. Like my feet start to hurt. They get so cold. Really? Yeah. 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 It's not good. Wow. <laughs> I have to do a lot of like maintenance. I have to move around. <laughs> if I sit still too long and my legs bent, my feet just get cold. That's just how it goes. Boy. Yes. Yeah, that's a, that is a problem. Yeah. Talk to me about going to the cold weather football games. <laughs> you gotta get up and walk around. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Wear some, wear some muckalucks or whatever right. those things are called. Well, I, I've had some life changing experiences the last few weeks, so I was hoping you might have one to share. But hey, I got to get. Uh, My, yeah. I'm living. I'm living the most. I'm living the least dramatic and like frictionless life that I can possibly live right now. I'm just. I'm really. I'm all about optimizing. Like okay. you know, like. It's a hell of a time to say something like that. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you might just want to stop talking. I don't know. I just why is why is that? I just I just I just you know I just have a few things. I I'm trying to do more with less. (laughs) I can just see people listening to this having big time good for you energy. Oh yeah, no, I I I understand, but no, like simple things. Like I bought like a I bought a uh, a a reflective vest so I could take walks in the evening and not get run over by a car. Oh wow, you're super old. That's I, mean, I, I just don't want to. I, I get it. I get it. I figured it's the new year. I should try to walk around. If it's not yanking down rain, I figure I should take a walk. Did you get like evening. a stylish one? Uh, there are no stylish ones. Sure, there are. You can get an athletic one. Just like an athletic jacket that has reflective strips. On no, the no, no, no. I just got the vest that zips the. I got the. I got the. I got the crossing slow, guard vest. I got the crossing guard vest because oh it costs god. like eight dollars. Oh and my now, god! And now I can take a walk in the neighborhood like an old person. It's you like, should get one of those hoodies they sell on Instagram. that's just all reflection material. <laughs> Have you seen those? The, the silver one, like yeah, yeah, just yeah. The, like yeah, the, the whiteout silver. Like yeah. who am I? Who am I? Michael Jackson? Yeah. I, no. 
I can't have that. Be like a big disco ball walking around. <laughs> giant disc. There's a there's a giant disco bear walking around our neighborhood. All right. Well, with that, let's go to segment number one. Speaking of disco bears, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're back to our map gimmick. Uh, we have a map actually provided by a friend of the show, listener Josh, um, semi semi frequent guest. If he gets his audio sorted out, he can come back on more often. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he got a, maybe he got a new microphone for Christmas. That'd be great. That'd be, uh, maybe I should send him one. <laughs> we love you, Josh. Thank you for providing us uh, content. Um, so he sent us a map of the most lewd-sounding name in each state. Um, I'm going to start with here in Washington. Uh, what makes the map is a place called Hump Tulips, which is on your way out to the coast. Um, but I have to immediately take issue with this. Because uh, for me, it's Tillicum, which is all, <laughs> just literally till I come with a C-U-M and everything else. I don't know. How do you feel about hump tulips versus Tillicum? So the best thing about hump tulips is it is a native word. And the hump tulips river is called the hump tulips because it literally means hard to pole. Okay. <laughs> so it's like a double layer thing. Like hump tulips means hard to pole. Anyway. Okay. A, I mean, Tillicum is just a, a, a Chinook word that means like family. Yeah. But hard to pull is, makes me, you know, it has yeah. that, it has that second, has that second layer of dirt, like seeming dirtiness. Okay. It. So did you prefer, as you look through this map, the more obvious ones, things like Dick Michigan, <laughs> Dick, which is a superhero, Dick, by the way, that's like, Dick, a, he's like Dick, a private eye. Dick Michigan. Yeah. Dick Michigan, private eye. Yes. <laughs> These are like, like short pump. Like short pump Virginia, yeah. I mean that's the, or did you? That's what that, my question is. Did you prefer the the straightforward or the more you know suggestive? I guess I have I have I have I have room in my life for both. But but you know I mean like what South Carolina has a has a town called Sugar Tit. That's got to be a bird, yeah. <laughs> it must be, <laughs> but also it might be Mel Gibson's favorite town. I, of course. <laughs> <laughs> he might spend some time might down there. But the, you know, Mary's oh. Igloo, like you have to, like Mary's Igloo, Alaska. Yes. <laughs> like, like. <laughs> Hold on. Can we return to Sugar Tit real quick? <laughs> <laughs> sure. So Sugar Tit is the, like a, a, a the British name for um, uh, the original pacifier. A spoonful of sugar or honey in a small patch of clean cloth and gathering the cloth around the sugar and twisting it to form a bulb. And you give it to a baby to shut it up. It's Give the tit. baby the sugar tit. <laughs> <laughs> that you know, I get, you know, people were just dumb back then, right? It's like let's give this baby sugar; that'll calm it down, right? Uh, they didn't, re- they didn't, they didn't really understand what was happening. You just want a baby to be quiet; you'll do damn near anything. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Now, I, here's you know, Effingham. Yeah, I guess there's an Effingham in Illinois near okay. near nearish where I grew up, and I never you know, I guess it's more of a more of a new more of a new thing. Like when I was a kid, no one thought Effingham was sort of right because it wasn't we it wasn't used as a shorthand for swearing. Right, way, yeah. right. Now it's now it's like sex with pork products. <laughs> <laughs> Effingham. It's Christmas dinner for you. Um, I liked uh, Brohard, West Virginia. <laughs> Brohard. I'm sure it's Brard. They probably had to say it like Brard. 
Um, I also like anyone that was in it, like Floyd Knobs, Illinois. Right? Oh, that's Floyd's. Oh, it's Floyd's Knobs. It's, it's possessive. I didn't realize that. When I first looked at this, I thought it was Floyd Knobs, you know, like Dick Michigan. Right. Floyd's Knobs. There's a, you know, the, so in, um, and that's Indiana, right? Oh, yeah. Sorry. Did Floyd, I say Illinois? Floyd, yeah. Floyd's Knobs is Indiana. Uh, Indiana also has a lot of lick um, <laughs> towns. Yes. Like yes. there's, there's one town called Lick. And then, of course, there's the famous birthplace of Larry Bird, French Lick. Right. But apparently Indiana has a lot of natural salt lick areas where the animals would like to sort of like naturally gather to like lick the soil. So those are the lick, the lick towns. <laughs> Lichtenstein. I'm also aware that there's a the French lick scenic railway. Um, and I can't imagine if you didn't know what that was and you thought you were like, you know, booking an exotic vacation. Hey, this sounds great. We've got the French lick scenic railway. Scenic railway. You can see, uh, you know, take rides on vintage diesel locomotives. We 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 vacationed in French Lick once when I was a kid. There's like a there's like a resort there. This is your whole. We went had and had dirty dancing summers every. No every no 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 no. But it was the first time I had gone horseback riding as a kid. Okay. And I was young, like and and I was young and I had no horse. I can't I can't deal with the horse. So they, they, they have to hook my horse to the guide. So the guide has to like, and like everybody laughed at me. <laughs> did, did you That's had it. no, like, did they give you a bad horse? No, I, I, don't, I don't know. I just, I just, like I said, I didn't, I've no, I had no capacity. Like I had no frame of reference. It's like the first time I've, uh, that anyone's ever sat me on the back of a horse. And I don't come from a long line of great outdoorsmen. Like, so... <laughs> It was, it was, uh, it was, it, it was the best I could do. Anyway, French lick. Yeah, I mean, I can understand. I have two children: one who takes to like challenging, balance-oriented activities quickly, and one who does not. Mm-hmm. And so I can, I, I can definitely understand the, uh, the inability to control a horse if it doesn't feel natural right off the bat. Right. I mean, I can't relate to it personally. When I was put on a horse, I would, mind, you know, I was like the Lone Ranger. Right <laughs> I was gonna say, yeah, it's fine. You know, I love Western movies. I'm not really much of a horseman. But are you into um, ball play, Alabama? <laughs> ball play. Ball play, Alabama. Yeah, you know, why wouldn't you be? Honestly. I mean, that's the, the, uh, yeah. There's like, there's a lot of good, like, dick, dick and ball jokes, right? Yes. Yeah, that's the like Wiener, Wiener, Arkansas. Yes. Or Balltown, Iowa. <laughs> I like the ones where it's like where Wiener, Arkansas is right next to like you know Cooter, Missouri. <laughs> it's a nice pair. They go together. Right. Right. We've got we've got Hooker, Oklahoma, and Drywood, Kansas. <laughs> exactly. These things seem related. So so read the uh, so read the Hawaii town for me. <laughs> Honana Napupu. <laughs> I think you missed a. Did you miss a syllable? No. Ho ho na na ho na 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 poopoo. Na poopoo. Yeah, you know. There we go. The um, now I want to know. So there's a place in Nevada called Sugar Bunker. Okay. So I'm, so now we're into the now we're into the the female type type. Uh, oh yes, cooter. I did cut you off from your long diatribe about how many dick jokes there were. Right. Sorry. There's lots of there were lots of di- there are a lot of dick jokes. And then if you're into now like dick shooter dick dick shooter 
uh, Idaho. Yeah. But I mean, so now if we're getting into the, if we're getting into the, into the, the, the female, it's like sugar bunker or cooter. I was hoping there would be a good story behind sugar bunker. Like there was for sugar tit. And unfortunately sugar bunker is just a place. It's a literal bunker. Cause it's in Nevada. It's a nuclear testing site. <laughs> we put the sugar in there. We put the sugar in there. That's you know. I mean, there's lots of there's apparently there's a place in um in Europe, and it might even be I forget where it is, but the na- the the name of the town is like fuck. Yeah. And people and people always like steal the city sign, right? They even stop putting the city sign out because, you know, it's just they were just tired of like having to replace this sign because everybody steals it, right? It's like unfortunately, you know, we've named this this town, <laughs> you know, a funny curse word in another in basically the English speaking word, so every world, so everybody needs to come, you know, steal our stuff. I mean, I can't. How does that happen? Like, how do you get, how, I don't know. So, I mean, because that word's been around for, you know, hundreds of years, right? Yeah. I don't know how to, but here's the thing. Like, so there was a dude, so who was working at my company who, from the, uh, our Germany office, who was working in our, in our office for a while in the finance department. And his last name is Fucker. Right? Fucker? F-U-C- no, no. F-U-C-K-E-R. Okay. His last name is, his last name is Fucker. Okay. Right. So, you know, we're, you know, and if you asked him like what his last name was, he would say my last name is, is fucker. It's fine. Yeah. Right. It's like, that's yeah. my name. So of course it always led to, and I sat on the same side of the floor he did. So I would be talking with somebody like my other buddy and you know, like I am, and like, it'd be the end of the day. And of course I'd look down and I'd say, there's no one here, but me and this fucker. Like it, like it was, it was. It was the favorite joke I got to make every day. Poor guy. I mean, like he didn't. He didn't deserve that. But you know, times sort of change. And unfortunately, if you live in dry wood, um, dry wood, Nebraska, it's Kansas, Nebraska. dry wood, Kansas. Yeah. No, that's Kansas. Beaver Sorry, City Kansas. is Nebraska. Right. Yeah. If you live in dry you wood, go. you just have to say, "I live in dry wood." Never has go. <laughs> dry wood <laughs> so it's important to update on the town of fucking in austria uh uh-huh. as of january 1 this year now called fugging with two g's oh uh, no 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 they abandoned See, it they they shouldn't i feel bad <laughs> i feel bad for the people of fucking austria <laughs> because you know it's the name of their city they should not even change it no fucking freaking yeah. why don't they just call it frickin 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 i don't know poor people all right back you know yeah. back to hump fucking is supposed supposed to better reflect the pronunciation of the town's name but i i i think that's a cop out oh no that's what I they say know. i don't know i don't i just they should just they should just get their arms around it too late would, now They've officially I, moved on. I don't know. No if more I, stealing that, signs for you. If that was, if that was, uh, if if I was on the city council of, you know, fucking Austria, I'd be like, no way, we're we're never changing the name of this town. It's like I was born here, I grew up here. We're keeping it. Fair enough. Well, let's go to segment two. 
All right, in segment two, we were going to talk about getting your first tattoo. It is a new year, and people do new things. Uh, it certainly doesn't feel new. But you put this in the uh, in the rundown, and uh, I was excited to talk about it, mostly because a lot of these uh, suggestions in this list are, are very delicate. And uh, I'll, I'll get into my take on it in a few minutes, but I wanted to understand what it was that drew you to this and, and why you wanted to discuss it. All right. So first of all, I'm not a chef. So I don't have like, <laughs> you know, back in the day, like if you had like a whole arm sleeve tattoo, like you were like some biker who'd killed a man at okay, some point. Sure. But now you're just the, you know, now you're just the sous chef of a, you know, two star restaurant in whatever town you're in. Right. That's just kind of how it goes. But, you know, a lot of and, and when I grew up only only like, you know, there was a certain type of person who had a tattoo. Right. Yeah, pretty, pretty typical. But now, now tattoos are very commonplace. But I just sort of missed me. Like, I just, like, I have no, I have no tattoo. I don't really have a desire to, for a tattoo. But I know that there are a lot of people out there who, you know, I mean, my sense is, like, my daughter at some point is going to get a tattoo. Because mm. like, she, all she ever talks about is, like... I'm going to get a tattoo. I'm like, oh, whatever. I just don't get it on your face. <laughs> you know what I mean? I just, that's, that's whatever you decide is, is going to be fine. But, but I know you are a tattoo enthusiast. Indeed. Have, what was your first, what was your first go at, at a tattoo? Uh, the first tattoo I got was, um, a sort of stylized dragon on my right shoulder, uh, a fairly small piece about the size of maybe, Oh, I don't know, maybe three inches across. Um, actually, a piece of artwork from an ex- that an ex-girlfriend drew. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, I really, I loved the little, just the little piece of it and, and was looking to get my first tattoo. And, oh, I'm sorry, I'm wrong. Well, wow, I've completely erased the fact that I got my uh, my <laughs> oh, stupid fraternity letters on my back when I was oh, like 18. Okay, well, that seems like a, that seems like a fairly typical first jump into into tattoo this right you're you're blind right because i'm telling you well this is permanent i'm 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 a member of this fraternity forever (laughs) (laughs) brotherhood (laughs) i forgot about that completely shit okay so (laughs) first real then okay so we'll we'll forgive you that one but this was the first one you thought to yourself okay i'm really going to put some thought into yeah this so you got so it's a dragon yes how big is it uh like you know about three or four inches maybe the size of a baseball Okay. Okay. Yeah. Maybe All a right. hair bigger. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, but it's just like 2d. It's just flat. It's just, you know, like, uh, almost like a, like, it looks like a sticker kind of. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason I forgot about the fraternity tattoo is because I, I, I covered it up so long ago that I forgot it ever existed. What did you so, cover it up with? Oh, I have a huge back piece that covers oh, it. It was right. like this tiny right. tattoo, yeah, yeah. the size of like, you know, a quarter. Um, and then, yeah, it's it's funny because I guess I didn't mean for it to be. I actually got the tattoo after she and I had broken up, and it wasn't really something that I felt like I was associating with her specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that I think about like how I've gone through getting most most of my major ink, and it has been to memorialize like ma- like important relationships in my life, and I'm not even sure that I was aware of that. I, I knew I was somewhat aware of it in the sense that my back piece is about my relationship with my maternal grandmother and. My calf tattoo is about my relationship with my maternal grandfather, both of whom mm. were extremely important people in my life. And when they passed, I wanted to, you know, keep, I guess, a memory of them with me. Um, but the shoulder piece has always just been artwork. Uh, so it started as that art. And then I, I added onto it a few years later and added more onto it a few years after that. And, 
you know, now it's an entire, it covers my whole uh, right arm basically from yeah. elbow to shoulder. Right. So the, um, so, so your kids are just growing up with you. They, they know that you have this thing. Do they ever, they ever say anything about, they have never said one thing about it ever. Cause it's just kind of who you are. They just grew. They just like, that's my dad takes off his shirt. It just, he's got a big, he's got, he's got art on his body. Yeah. And so, I mean, I think it's not that uncommon, right? Like, so if we're at yeah. a place where my shirt's off, I'm r- rarely am I the only guy with like tattoo on my body. Right. Uh-huh. uh-huh. And then, I mean, their mom has a big tattoo also. Yeah. So yeah, so it's not it's it's never been a big deal. So mm-hmm. around here, around my house, is like it would be it would be very it would be a big leap for everyone to like. So if anyone would get some like, just get a tattoo. Yeah, I mean, I grew up in a house where my mom was unhappy when I told her I first got a tattoo. Yeah, she I doesn't mean, have again, any. It's a different. I mean, again, it's like a generational thing, right? Yeah. It's like if you're if you if you've come to a if you've come to adulthood since. 1995 or 19 you know like tattoos are just a i mean remember when like dennis rodman had tattoos a bunch mm-hmm. of tattoos and everyone was just like oh god whatever yeah, like, yeah i remember when alan iverson had a bunch of tattoos and people were upset about it yeah it's like it's like this whole thing i don't know what my my printer's going off <laughs> <laughs> you're having some some technical difficulties tonight i yeah my power went out and then and now my now my my printer decides it wants to go through a cleaning phase i don't know sorry about that but the um but when you're talking about like tattoos like from again for me it was like unless you were in motley crew like you wouldn't get them a tattoo and now it's 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 very very commonplace so but what what so i wanted to get your your thoughts on this 100 amazing tattoos for first timers now if you're going out and getting a tattoo for the very first time folks don't get don't get are we are we advocating for your um for your fraternity or sorority Uh, it's your life (laughs) okay (laughs) if that's your first foray into uh into um into uh tattoo life then so be it but but i was looking at this and like floral tends to be like like you can go floral yeah right that's a that seems to be a pretty popular one there are a lot of delicate options on this long, 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 long list. Um, and as someone who's gotten small tattoos and then immediately wanted something larger, uh, make sure you're, you, if, if you're going to get something small, I mean, it's, it's fine, but just make sure you're happy with it because I, whenever I've gotten something, I've ended up getting it made bigger every time. <laughs> you've never, you've never been good. God. <laughs> What is going on in my house? I think you Good. should just let it run. Yeah, well, I just turned the whole damn thing off. So yeah. Next time I try to print something, which is I don't know, once every six months, like I'll have to deal with it. Then I'll have to turn it back on, I guess. <laughs> but the um, but so that's interesting. That's an interesting thought. Like every time you've gotten something, you thought to yourself, "I want, I want, a, I want something bigger." Yeah, and I mean when I see. There's, uh, it's very common, I think, for musicians, especially younger musicians, to have a lot of small tattoos. And not that I'm advocating that you, you know, American as his, American history X yourself up like Adam Levine has done. <laughs> his is his is excessive, but it's okay. I think it just the, re, the problem for him is that he looks like he's colored his body like a video game character. Like it's it just it doesn't seem authentic, even if it is. Right. Um, right. 
But that's the but but what you're saying is if you start with something delicate like leave room leave like think yeah leave, think about how you might options. want to incorporate that small delicate thing into something larger if you decide you want to pursue that um, and I think you know you have to decide is it is it just art or does it need to have meaning for you for me I've always tried to mostly have some amount of meaning even if it was um, just the fact that it was my own artwork like hey I, you know um, and you can learn from my mistakes because I've done two different cover ups. And uh, ultimately ended up like not particularly finally happy with either in, in the sense that the, the cover up just it's never going to look as clean as it does when you get it done if, fresh. If you got it, if you did it, quote unquote, right the first time or yeah. whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a, that that is the thing about there's like there's no good eraser here. Right. right. There's no good. There's you got to be. I mean, it's it's very <laughs> it's permanent ish. Like there are people who do get their tattoos removed. Right. I don't want to go through that. I'd rather just, I'd rather tattoo the whole area black before I'd like <laughs> get it removed. <laughs> before you get it, if I hated it, it that much, I would just color it in. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, um, so then you have, so you have the floral, then you have like, sort of like, like the animal. Like, okay. You know, it's funny. Cause it, it sort of reminded me cause I was watching um, the news the other day about vaccinations. Mm-hmm. And one of the, one of the people, one of the, one of the, there's this gentleman who looked like he was in the military or something who was getting it his vaccination he had like a big asian carp on his arm that kind of went like, so a goldfish it, it started around the back okay. and sort of came around the yeah, front big koi uh, tattoos sure yeah the big koi tattoo it hasn't been it hadn't been colored in yet it looked like he was he he had more planned for it but um so we get into the sort of the the you know that the big the, the animal the animal tattoo so the uh you know, like how the rock took that bull, like the Brahma bull, like that yes. very simple tattoo, and then turn it into like this crazy. I'm upset like, with him for this still. About the bull? Yes. Like getting rid of the original Brahma bull tattoo? Yeah, yeah, yeah. By covering it up? Why is that? Yeah, because I, I had attachment to that. That was an important <laughs> part of my life. <laughs> But the uh, I think the animal tattoo could be a little bit weird because sometimes there's sometimes the 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 actual the actual caricature of the of the of the of the tattoo can be kind of weird. If you're looking at our list, number twelve is a wolf, and that wolf is kind of strange. <laughs> well, it's a that's like a traditional Japanese style wolf tattoo. Yeah, but so this is the other thing. Like, if you're not Asian. Yes. Should you go for the Asian style tattoo? No. One of the dumbest things I ever did was incorporate kanji in a tattoo that had nothing to do with kanji and then immediately feel like I needed to cover it up. Oh, really? Yeah. Did you, did you cover it up? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, that's one of the, that's one of your cover ups. You went, you went with, you went with the, uh, you went with the, with a care, with Asian, you went with the, with the Japanese character. It was the thing, right? Uh Yeah. It was stupid. Like I didn't even, they didn't even consider it to me that, or I didn't even consider it like, that I had no connection to what I was doing and that I was just doing it because it was art that's also words. And, and in retrospect, had I just left that, left that tattoo alone at the curve. So I, I ended up expanding it down the back of my arm. And had I not done that, I think I'd still have the piece as it was originally conceived. I don't think I would have covered any of it up. Oh, because you, because it was a three different, it was a three piece. Yeah. So I did the original, then an expansion and then a second expansion. And I think that if I had not done the second expansion, that the a tattoo would still be the way it was when it was first put on my body. Okay. So so there so regrets you've had a few. Yeah, and I would even say that even with the cover up, like 
I didn't do a good job because um, especially with the cover up when you're working within, you know, defined parameters, right? The artist doesn't have the ability to sort of just go into your skin and say, you know, you're going to do whatever you want, mm-hmm. you know, because there's, there's when we're doing a cover up, you have to incorporate certain types of coloring and elements to make sure that the thing you're covering up is covered up effectively. Right. And, and all tattoos should be a collaboration between, you know, you and the tattoo artist and you should find somebody that you trust and you should find somebody who's listening to you and, and, and actually is willing to take your, you know, make sure they work with you until you get what you want. Never settle. Don't let somebody put a stencil on your body and be like, yeah, that looks great. If you're like, mm, I'm not sure. Like be sure. Yeah. Because I, there was part of the cover up that I was like, I wasn't sure I loved it. And I was like, well, I'll just, I think it's fine. And I let him do it. And now I wish I had just said what I actually wanted. So there's just an element of it that, uh, I don't love and I should have had him change it before we started inking it. And I could go in and get that covered up too, but I don't really <laughs> want to deal with it at this point. It's not worth the effort. Right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, I think you can have a lot of fun. Um, I'm not a big fan of the aesthetic of having like a lot of tiny tattoos. Like I, like Miley, the way Miley looks, for instance, it looks kind of patchworky. It, it just start when you have a lot of small tattoos, it really starts to take on a big, big prison vibe. Yeah. That's just right. that's that's just my take, but that yeah, doesn't yeah. make it right. You, uh, yeah, I, I hear what you're saying. Like to have a large piece that sort of has has like it's connected. Yeah, like like it's thought out. Like it's a whole mm-hmm. like a whole thing that makes that makes much more sense. Yeah, I mean, to each their own. Though it is, you know, I don't really try to try to con- criticize people's tattoos. Sometimes you make some bad choices. Sometimes you work with an artist who didn't have the skill to do what you wanted them to accomplish, and. Not all those things are in your control, so make sure you shop around and think long and hard about it before you commit to anything. I'm or, gonna get. I'm gonna get the. Uh, I'm gonna get the Ariana Grande barbecue grill tattoo on my hand. Does she have a barbecue grill tattoo? <laughs> Do I know what you're talking about? I'm sorry. You know, no, it's she, she. She did the Asian character thing. Oh. And what she meant to write was I forget exactly what she meant to write, but what she ended up on her body was barbecue grill. Oh, nice. <laughs> Which, which for me, that makes perfect sense because, you know, I'm down with some barbecue. But the other way to go is it. just get a flat, go to an artist who's doing a flash, like doing, using flash sheets and just pick something. I mean, what's it a, depends on how you feel about that? it. What's a flash? Oh, just look at like through the book. Yeah. I mean, well, and and a say, lot of hey, artists, want- yeah, a lot of artists at festivals and stuff, they'll just have flash sheets and you just pick something and they'll just do that tattoo. If you like I- it. It depends on how you feel about it. I mean, how yeah. you, I, I honestly, I don't even think about my tattoos. It's not something that like crosses my mind. Right. It's been almost 10 years since I've had anything updated. So, yeah, I think the only way I would get a tattoo is if like comic book artist, Jim Lee drew like a Batman like head on like my arm and then somebody inked over the top of that. That's how it, that's, I mean, that's what I would do. Okay. That's fair. Good yeah. luck. <laughs> you call that's not really, really, like, really going to happen for me. I don't think so. be, that would, uh, but that would be basically the only way I would, uh, I would, I think a, a tattoo would work for me. All right, well, let's go to segment three. All right, in segment three, we're going to visit the list the Hollywood Reporter put together um, to th- th- look back at the, the the top twenty movies of the twenty tens um, as rated by people that made them. Uh, so the way they did this is they reached out to members of the film and TV academies as other, as well as other industry people. And it sounds like they sent out a list and had people pick their favorites. Um, I think coming up with 20 on your own might've been a challenge. So, uh, at least from what I know about the kind of polling they do in, in Hollywood, like, can you, can you name 20 movies? Yeah. Right. Academy voter. <laughs> um, 
if it starts from a broader list, like people would, yeah, yeah. they could very easily sort of just stack rank a list and say, okay, this seems fun. This is good. Right. Just check 10, check 20, right? Here's a list right. of a hundred movies, check 20 of them. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what we ended up with. And I just, I wanted to get, basically, I wanted to know if, would these be in your top 20? I didn't ask you to make a top 20. I didn't make a top 20, but do you mm-hmm. think these belong in the top 20? And uh, then we can talk a little bit about the tomato meter and, and how people, how the, uh, the movies were received by the audiences. Okay. Number 20, The King's Speech from 2010. I think the kids. This is an excellent movie. I've seen it once. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not a it's not a watch five times kind of a movie. No, I mean, but it's 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 well it's certainly well acted and and uh, I, I really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was really good. So did critics and audience, and to the tune of ninety four and ninety two respectively. Yeah, I mean, some I think people got awarded for this. Yeah, it's a good movie. All right, next we have Call Me by Your Name. With, with Timothy Timothy Chalamet. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet and his stupid Chalamet hair. <laughs> anyway, um, I actually watched this with my daughter. Oh, how'd that go? <laughs> Fine, because she was interested in it. And she's like, I'm going to watch this thing. I was like, I know what it was about. Mm-hmm. And she knew what it was about. So I was like, okay, we'll just, we'll just sit down and we'll just watch it together. Because I'm totally comfortable mm-hmm. watching a movie with Did you my like daughter. It? I thought it was really good. You know, mm-hmm. just two impossibly good looking men falling in love in italy i mean what's the, what's the, i mean what's what's not to what's not to figure out i mean like and then you know spoiler alert you know they can't be together so you know it's it's not a it's it's a it's uh but again i think i think it was super well acted and uh i thought it was a good movie i really liked it army hammer not having the career you might have expected he should be having a better career. There's no question about it. I don't know if it's his, I don't know if it's his, his agent. I don't know. I mean, I mean, this was a good choice. I mean, he's obviously a very good actor. The Lone yeah. Ranger thing didn't pan out for him. That was just kind, which is kind of too bad. He would have, he would, and still would make an excellent Batman. He would have been a good Batman. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what he wants from his career at this point, but he's certainly a, a talented actor. So I'm sure he'll figure something out. All right, next we have Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> this movie's terrific. Only a 70 know. score from the audience on the Rotten Tomato Meter. Because it's long, and it's yeah. kind of a weird movie. Yeah, it doesn't, and like, have a plot. <laughs> it doesn't, there's no point. There's like, it's it's virtually pointless. Right. I mean, but, but it's so stinking good. The, it's a character the, study, but they make it feel like you're going to get something else no. the whole time. <laughs> I remember the whole time you're waiting. And yeah. then it just ends. And it just goes crazy at the end, yeah. which is great because this is, again, this is the whole Quentin Tarantino just rewrites history yeah. and just right. kind of plops, plops these guys into it, which <laughs> the scene where the scene where they're actually filming the movie and he has those uh, scenes with Oliphant where he, they're doing that scene. Yeah. It's amazing. It's just, it's amazing. And then he screws up and then they start over and he gets all pissed. I mean, all those scenes where DiCaprio's just sort of dealing with his mm-hmm. bullshit is super good. They're super good. It's just, just trying just, to last, trying to hold on. Yeah. 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 He, he, he's the, the scene, especially where he's with that, that young girl who's the acting in the movie with him. And he's talking about that book he's reading. It's mm-hmm. just like an amazing 10 minutes of acting. Like just, a, it, it, it's mostly just pointless, but yeah. I don't, I like this movie. It's I like it too. All right. Wonder I, woman. I'm a little surprised this one showed up on the list. Really? It's really good. I know. Wonder Woman. Shouldn't we call it WW18? 
<laughs> so if we're gonna do, if we're gonna, if we're, it really is a good movie. I mean, let's be honest, it's Captain America, but it's, it's, it's a well executed version of that. Of, yeah, I mean, it's I think it's a, exactly kind of, the same. Yeah, and I think it's the kind of Wonder Woman movie that people really wanted. It was like it, it did a, it respected the story, it did a great job, and then it was like it was very, very entertaining without being corny. And that's yeah. very hard to do with a superhero movie. Right. And and Gal Gadot's perfectly wide eyed and and you know, experiencing the world and that's yeah. it's that that's a really cool part of the movie and yeah, I like it. I'm a little surprised it's in here. Yeah. But Well, next this one caught me off guard, The Hunger Games. From way I, back in twenty twelve. I'm shocked that it was twenty twelve. I don't know how old I think I don't know how old I think uh old what's her name is Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence is at this point. Like she feels like she's much older, much younger. I don't know. 2012, I was like, 2012? Really? The it does seem like it was movie? much longer ago than that. Yeah. Well, well I think I'd, it's because now, like, you, ha- we've talked about this before, like, the fame is thinner, but it lasts longer. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. once you're a person, you're a person for a much longer time. Right. right. So you can have, like, Jennifer Lawrence has had, like, a 12-year, 14-year career, but it... it right. Yeah, right? Know. She's been working pretty steadily since, I think, 2010. Mm-hmm. And so she's had, or not fourteen years, eleven year, twelve year career. But it does it feel like it's it's been a complete career already. She's won an Oscar. She's she's went from being a teenager to a person in her thirties. Yeah, I and don't she's know. still basically the same level of famous. Yeah, and and again, I don't. I mean, she just shows up in things. As far as I'm concerned, like she just it's like, oh hey, Jennifer Lawrence is in this movie. Like, yeah, it doesn't really. There's not too many Jennifer Lawrence movies anymore. It doesn't feel yeah, like. Yeah, I'm just. I don't know if. Yeah, I mean, she did so. She did some X Men movies, and so she's yeah. she's obviously banked a lot of cashola. So yes. Um, yeah. All right. I don't, it just feels like it just feels like Hunger Games is like from 1993. <laughs> <laughs> it felt weird and old at the time too, though. Like yeah. it wasn't. I, I'm shocked it was in here because to me, you know, having read the books, <laughs> it was like a big disappointment for me I, yeah. I, th- I thought it looked bad and it wasn't very well executed no no yeah. i agree um bohemian rhapsody yeah uh, leave it you know yeah, I didn't, only a 60 I, critic score i don't you know i'm i'm not a huge fan of the music musical biography are there any of them that are good like is there any of them that stand out for you that Ray was good, right? Does Dream Girls count? Dream Girls was good. Dream Girls is a musical based on the Supremes, but isn't about the Supremes, so it makes it better because it's a it's its own story. But like Rocket Man, like I can only I'd like the Johnny Cash one was good. Walk the Line, I guess it's okay. But Joaquin Phoenix as Johnny Cash doesn't really land for me. This is the this is the issue. This is the issue I have generally with this thing is like they're playing real people. Yeah, and the real people are so much more interesting than the actors playing those people. Right, that that they always seem to fall flat for me. So I I don't enjoy I don't enjoy the uh, Ray. No, pass. I mean, okay. I just not. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hidden Figures, twenty six. Terrific movie. Great movie and rewatchable. Great. I, I if that's one of those cable ones for me. If it comes, yeah. if I catch it, I'll stay with it. Yeah, I fall into it. I fall into it. Whenever I you know, go back, oh, yeah, what part are we in here? Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. The part where she has to walk like three miles to go to the bathroom? Oh, yeah, here we go. <laughs> yeah, then I get mad. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Uh, Mad Max Fury Road, um, 2015 now. What shocked me here is only an 86 audience score. Who could have watched Fury Road and been like, I didn't like that? Right. I didn't, <laughs> that wasn't what I was expecting at all. I don't understand. 
I don't know. I mean, maybe you have a maybe you have a Tom Hardy problem. I get. I if someone said to me, I have a Tom Hardy problem. I have I a Tom Hardy like, problem, but he only says like five words in this movie. It's I fine. Know, I know. I know. It's this is really this is really, you know. That's probably top five for me of the decade. Fury Road. Yeah. Yeah. I really. I mean, this, the movies. The movies excellent. Like everything about it is is perfectly awesome and ridiculous and you know terrific. What, what, what else can you say? Not much. <laughs> All right, we got to move a lot faster. We're never going to get through these. All right. Social network? Yeah or nay? Meh. Uh, you see, liked an, it. This was your best. I like this, it was, this was your best. This was your best Fincher movie, right? Yes, I think so. Uh, Birdman? Again, it feels like Birdman came out like 25 years ago for some It was some 2014. Reason. I know, but still. it's uh, Well, yeah, I mean, that, the last four years have taken um, 14 years to buy. <laughs> <laughs> that might be it. Um, I think I thought it was a terrific movie, but I can't rewatch it. No, you know what I mean. It's, it's got no rewatch value for me. No, I agree. Uh, Bridesmaids, <laughs> 2011, still funny. 76 from the audience. 76, 76. God, that movie's really funny. The disrespect. That is Argo, disrespect. 2012. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, you know, I like. I, you know, it was good for what it was. I mean, it was. I again, I don't have much to say about argo okay harry potter and the deathly hallows part one 2010 man they just uh, this feels i don't know this feels a little bit <laughs> like they jammed it in there right we know. need to get a harry potter movie in and this one came out in 2010 there is one from the following year it's probably part not two. as good it's not <laughs> as good as part one so there you go that's why okay I mean. whatever all right a star is born well harry potter's all just like one movie for me now it's sure. just like one, it's like just one movie. So yeah. whatever. It just gets older. Yeah. Stars Born? Yeah. It made me want to get drunk at the at Grammys and piss myself. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. <laughs> La La Land? People love this movie. I. It's just okay. I, yeah. It's just it does okay. have some level of rewatchability though, because it's about the music more than anything else. And that's pretty good. I wish, I don't know. I wish that. I think Emma Stone's the might be the weak link here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I wish it was more. Uh, the dancing is lovely and wonderful, but I wish it was done with like real, like super duper professional dancers. Okay. That's I just fair. feel like I feel like because it's that kind of a movie. I mean, you know how like in the if you watch any of those old Gene Kelly movies and all those guys, they were kind of dancing people. Like yeah, who made these movies, and right. so the dancing's amazing. These are like actors. Who they yeah, say, very hey, do these the dancings? Yeah, it's it's not it's not it's not great. All right, in our top five: Avengers Endgame, amazing, Fantastic. amazing. I mean, how can you cap off a whole decade of movie making any better than that? No, you can't. It's an incredible achievement. Uh, Inception. Someone, I I think I saw some clickbait article that said Nolan was down to do more Batman movies. I saw the same article. I did not click on. It. <laughs> I was like, if only. But this is a. No, Inception is a terrific movie. Again, like, I you know I haven't seen Tenet, but I'm not you know people. Did you see it? I haven't yet. No. Yeah, I, I I don't know. This is this is brain bendy enough for me. I think maybe maybe Nolan may may have gone a step too I mean, far with Tenet. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we'll Christopher Nolan. How many movies can you make about isn't time weird? Yeah, yeah. I'm not up for that right now, Chris. <laughs> Take the temperature of the room. <laughs> Read the room a bit. Black Panther? Yeah, uh, you know, 
you know, if you've, you know, I want to, you know, root for Killmonger. <laughs> this is kind of one of those. I have a funny, I have a funny feeling about Black Panther because you really are like, you know, that Killmonger really has a has a point. <laughs> he makes some points. <laughs> he makes so, some points. He, I mean, the only thing that makes him bad off the bat is that he murders his girlfriend. Yeah, I mean, if he doesn't do that, and if he doesn't murder the off the the, the museum lady and his girlfriend, I'm yeah. kind of fine with everything else that happens. <laughs> Which uh, again, it's 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 a it's a it's a terrific movie, but yeah, it's got uh, it's got a little bit of a mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, twelve years a slave at number two. Yeah, I mean you can't. It's I think it's a it's a great movie. I think it's a well made movie. I don't. Yeah. I, you know, I don't. I can't say I've seen it more than one and a half times, but no. But they. I are. don't have anything to offer here. I I watched it and I, I was like, that was a good movie, and I feel terrible. <laughs> yes. Well, you're supposed to feel terrible, right? No, I get it. It's not supposed to be a fun time. Yeah, it's not. A, yeah, it's not a. It's not a breezy. It's not a breezy watch. No. No. Uh, and then lastly, Get Out, tops the list. Do you like that as the number one? I think Get Out's a a really good movie. I uh, of these movies, if you consider all the different factors that go into making them, it probably is the best one on this list. Yeah, I'm happy for Jordan Peele. I mean, he's doing really interesting stuff. So God bless him. Hopefully, he keeps putting out um, really good, uh, really good stuff because uh, everything he's done has been pretty interesting so far. All right. Well, that's the end of our regular segments, and you do not know what part of the show this is. Stupid or something? Are you crazy? Or just plain stupid? Are you stupid or something? Stupid is, stupid does, sir. That's right. It's the stupidest things ever said. <laughs> Testies. <laughs> You're not going to give me a woo at the end of that? No. I thought you could woo. Uh, maybe I'll woo at this. We'll see how this goes. Uh, bad. All right, so. <laughs> First, quote, like, I feel like every year has a new energy, and I feel like this year is really about, like, the year of realizing stuff. Everyone around me, we're all just realizing things. <laughs> Who can we attribute this fine quote to? This is Kylie Jenner. Kylie. Dropping wisdom bombs on us. She, billionaire Kylie Jenner. Yeah. And, jeez, uh, that must, that quote had to have come long before 2020 we're all just realizing things. we're all just realize uh, we've realized a little too much to be honest with you in the last so, two years <laughs> the last two days in the last two days yes this is this dates back to 2016 uh it was uh, from a video of her uh she was, she was doing a, a vlog i believe of her 2016 resolutions <laughs> so realizing stuff yeah she's done pretty well for herself not bad all right so this is a story from Apple Valley, from a police blotter, it says a man came to the police station to report the theft of his wallet, but the theft did not occur in Apple Valley. It happened while he was on a train in France. He said he didn't have time to report it to the police while he was in France. <laughs> All right. I guess he's like, I have my passport still in my cash. I'm good. I'd like to report a stolen wallet from 2008. <laughs> I, I, I uh, in a different time, in a different, in a different city. 
in a different country. <laughs> I may have told this story before, but I lived in an apartment building where I dropped my wallet in the parking garage, which, by the way, was secured. So, like, you had to have the opener to get in mm-hmm. and out of it. Okay. I dropped my wallet. I knew I dropped my wallet. I went back down there. Um, I, re- I realized it shortly thereafter. It was gone. It was, should have been on the ground next to my car because I was 100% certain it had fallen out of my pocket. Within three hours, there's activity on my credit card at the, at the ATM that's, like, around the corner. <laughs> And I like call the police and I'm like, Hey, this person who stole my wallet or found it rather, even though they, I, we all live here, um, they're trying to use my credit card and you know, can I get, can you, they didn't care at all. No, no. I was like, I can tell you the time, the date and time. There's a camera on that machine. You can literally. And I was like, you understand I'm calling you cause the person lives in my building. Right. Right. I can probably identify this person. Right. It's like, I if, just, you, if the bank just provides me the video of the person using my card, frankly, I just want my driver's license back. <laughs> I have to go to the DMV because it's a huge pain in the ass. Right. All right. Next, we have uh, Dan Fouts and Ian Eagle, uh, famous sports broadcasters. Dan mm-hmm. says, nothing good ever happens when you jump in the air. And Ian Eagle responded, in football or just in general? <laughs> so, just Thanks, joke, Ian. I guess. Yeah. Thanks, Ian. Uh, next, we have the stupidest one of the week. It is the uh, in the sense that it's not even funny. Uh, it's an AP headline misprint. It says, volcano in Hawaii may, spews fr- may spew fridge-sized refrigerators. Uh, what other what other how what other size refrigerators might it spew? <laughs> well, I mean, I assume it's supposed to be you know meteors, right? Or not meteors? <laughs> what <laughs> meteors? Fridge size meteors? <laughs> Fridge? That was idiotic. <laughs> Fridge sized balls of lava. Yeah, there's a name hot, for it. M- red hot magma. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, that's I, I that's why I'm so disappointed so far in our our, our source here because this is not what I'm looking for. I don't I was, know. Fridge sized fridge sized refrigerators. Yeah. Fridge sized meteors. I, they are meteors. <laughs> They're not meteors if they don't come from outer space. They just yes, I know what you're saying. They're like the the fireballs that yes. come out with the with the thing. <laughs> this is great. Fantastic. I'm not a volcanologist. I I, I only watched I only You watched, don't study Vulcans? No. <laughs> I only watched um Dante's Peak twice. Okay. Well, I don't think that was very true to life. This month. Was your grandma dying at Acid Lake? Yes. <laughs> Pushing us to safety. All right. This next quote is, I have brought tremendous experience and have tremendous tentacles and commitment to this community. <laughs> now, now, is she... So this comes from the. This comes from a woman who's running for office. Actually, now, uh, former single term... Uh-huh. Uh, House of Representatives, Congresswoman, Congresswoman from the from Georgia's sixth district, Karen Handel. Okay, she says she has has. What is she trying to say? She has tremendous attachments. I guess tentacles. Like, I, I, I have tentacles. She says tentacles. <laughs> She's certainly not trying to say testicles. No, it has to be something to do with being like <laughs> deeply attached. Right. I have yeah. deep tentacles <laughs> into my community. I've. That's a that's a good one. That's a I, yeah. I know what she's trying to say. Yeah. But you know, again, if you if you run for office, these things live forever. Yes. She um, she was the one who beat John Ossoff when he ran the first time in the special election in 2017. Uh, they do a lot of special elections in Georgia. Yes, and then she just lost her job. No. Um, one year later. To Lucy McBath. All right. Uh, receptionist, good morning. You're through to. It doesn't say the. Fir- it says firm name on the thing here. Mm, <laughs> so you're through name. to firm name. Mm-hmm. How may I help you? 
Is this 1-800-Flowers? I'm afraid you have the wrong number. Are you sure? I'm sorry, this isn't even an 800 number. Oh, okay. Do you have the number for 1-800-Flowers? <laughs> <laughs> That's spelling, it. Spelling, the phone spelling thing is, I think it's difficult. Did, did you, do you find the phone spelling thing difficult when you had to do that before? Like, I know we don't really have to do that anymore. But you mean like having to look at the number and push like, the right key? Like, yeah, if it was like 1-800-Flowers. No, I did not think that was difficult. <laughs> you don't think that's... I, it well, again, sucked on a cell... There was a period of time on a cell phone where the cell phone didn't have the letters above the numbers. Like, the first touchscreen iPhones didn't... When you went to the dial screen, like, they oh, didn't it, have the letters. <laughs> yeah, that was the only period of time this was a pain in the ass. You'd have to decode it. Yeah. I don't know. I always felt like... <laughs> It's the conversation. It's like, it's the conversation that makes that funny. But I will, I will admit that uh, that um, I think I think the one eight hundred spell this. You know, cars for kids. You know, mm-hmm. is hard to spell. It's hard. People to are spell. mad that you said cars for kids because they're singing that song now. <laughs> <laughs> it's K A R S cars for kids. All right. Well, I don't know about that segment. I don't know. That was not an auspicious start. We'll have to see if we can settle into a. a some kind of actual, you know, valuable entertainment as we go, as time passes. Well, we'll see. We'll, 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 we'll do what we can. All right. Well, let's go to the overtime. Overtime. All right. In the overtime, basically, I made a list of things that I might have in another life either talked about on the podcast or I didn't feel like there was enough to it to even have it be an OT or I just didn't think we should talk about a period um, because it just seemed like, a you know, this could start something too boring. Too inappropriate, but I'll tell you what, as, as listeners, if you're here still with us and you've listened to this far in the show, if you hear anything in this list that you really want us to go into, you let us know, and I, pr- I can't promise you that we'll actually do it, but you can tell us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we've done 154 shows now. I mean, yes. we could, I mean, if, if people are listening to us now and have hung with us, they, they're, I think they're pretty much willing to let, listen to us talk about anything we want to at this point. <laughs> well, that's very self-centered of you. <laughs> all right well, so people are gonna hang up on us now be like i can't believe they talked about that i'm done listening to this two on three podcast you never know you never know but i'll tell you what the rules here are that you can um you can comment i'm gonna give you one comment in response but we're not gonna get into it that's the rules okay all right ready yep number one jill biden is gonna be the hottest first lady we've ever had <laughs> <laughs> we <laughs> okay <laughs> moving on uh the overall successful internalization of the covid stress that i used to feel leaving the house and how it's become like just i don't feel it anymore even though it's still there and uh, the fact that that's just sort of an omnipresent existential threat and how much i hate that <laughs> <laughs> wait we talk about that all the time all right fine <laughs> perhaps rather successfully internalizing it got it yeah uh if you have shitty parents, it has a hidden cost of like not having someone to ask for advice about parenting. Oh, I, we can talk about that. Probably. Unless your shitty parents are listening to our show. I don't know. It's <laughs> possible. My, my mom is definitely not listening to this show. <laughs> so I mean, she was a good parent. So uh, she, would, she, she would just be missing out on compliments. All right. Well, good for you. The next, <laughs> the next thing on my list is Shit my wife does. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely can't talk about it. That definitely not very happy, happening nope. on this show. Nope. nope. Never. 
Um, how much fear I carry in my heart for a Seahawks football future post Russell Wilson. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about that when he retires or leaves town or has to do whatever. I, I just I look at the Bears or whatever, and I'm just like, oh my god. We'll still be doing we'll still be doing this show once he retires. I'm sure. So <laughs> I'm sure we'll get around to this. Um, that it would make moral sense if the Pac-12 becomes the first uh, college conference to actually start de-emphasizing revenue sports as a focus of uh, education. Uh, <laughs> that's how I feel that's about more the of a, COVID That's season. more of a dream. That's more of a pipe dream, but okay. No, I'm just like, I'm like, saying it would make sense to me. Like if, yeah. if some of the schools making these choices were like, you know what? Maybe we shouldn't be doing this at all. Yeah. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's actually, a, that's probably a pretty good segment actually. All right. We can talk about, see, this is why I, I didn't, so this is good. See, I'm bouncing stuff off you. I would never put in the document. Yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, I like to write and I like to use, um, words for, I, I like to be economical with my words. So it tends, I tend to use large words in my writing, particularly some, you know, a single word, that mean a complex idea, mm-hmm. but I also identify with, um, the concept of new speak from the novel 1984 as a method uh, for clarity as well as shorthand. Like, are you familiar with the novel well enough to know what I'm talking about? Yeah. It's, They're basically yes, trying no. to eliminate language to avoid personal, expre- like personal right. expression, right? Uh-huh. But like, it works for kids, right? So like, if you want macaroni and nuggets for dinner, you just say mecha-nugs. That's, I don't need like the whole thing. You just say the one word. Makes sense. <laughs> it's, like, it's like how German, like in, how, in the German language, you just slam a bunch of stuff together. Like, yeah, just a, exactly. Whatever. It's like, it's fine. The longest word I've used in the in the in the past two years or in, uh, since we've been doing the show, mu mu mu. Yes. Anyway, now you, do I have to punch in the, the sound effect again? <laughs> <laughs> you have to go find that. Oh mu mu. Oh, I probably still have it. Um, people's unwillingness in general to read and the burden I have to carry professionally as a practice owner to educate around the fact that they won't read anything, <laughs> like their email. Uh, or like anything you give them to say, here's how to do this thing you're supposed to do. <laughs> that is, uh, um, I mean, I think we could probably work that into some sort of like, like here's how to be successful at your job segment. It's, it's more complicated, but sure. We'll, we'll come back to it. Yeah. Um, how, if you play online video games or specifically like, uh, massive multiplayer online role-playing games, mm-hmm. you have a completely separate virtual social circle that you don't discuss with anyone else. <laughs> I, I would talk about that for sure. Cause I have many, I have many examples of how, uh, so my social circles have, have, uh, expanded through online activities. And you may actually consider yourself closer with those people, even though you don't know who they are or where they're from, because your gaming experience requires um, cooperation and coordination. Oh, yeah, no, that's a, that I would talk about that for sure. Okay. Um, and because of that, you can actually still experience what it's like to work together for a common goal, even if you disagree politically. Yeah, it's like the I only think- place that still exists. <laughs> Sadly, you might be right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the I next think. thing I have is uh, more rants about the lack of innovation in packaging. <laughs> <laughs> the, listen, it's like it's like evolution, man. It gets as good as it needs to get, and it stops. That's that's what happens with that's what happens with packaging. It happens with a lot of things. Why is government policy so focused on controlling people's sex lives? <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I mean, it really right. So yeah, kind of. Yeah. Right. Can I have birth control? No. Okay. Yeah, it's, just, um, it's just it's just the puritanical. Can I have access to health care if I if I got pregnant? No. The puritanical roots of our of our founding. Basically. Can you help me take care of this baby? No. No. 
So what's the solution? You shouldn't have had sex. Okay. You should, you, right. Again, puritanical, puritanical founding. Right. Anyway. And finally, and this is definitely the one that I don't want to talk about. If Asian women were genetically predisposed to having bubble butts, the LG, LPGA would be the most popular sport. In the <laughs> like, so this, this basically encompasses my entire thing that I don't want to talk that I want to talk about on the podcast, but can't, which is basically the hotness of what, what women like, like here, are women, I, here are women who I think are attractive and here's why nobody cares and nobody cares. But, but whatever. But people do care, but they but they don't care. And it it may be callous to to point out these these things. Although, although you know, I think I think maybe it's time to update the oldest woman I would date list. <laughs> All right. Well, you can bring that back to the show another time. Bring <laughs> back to the show. All right. Well, that's our show this week. And thanks to all of you for listening to the two off the three pod where. I'd love to say that we hope you're staying positive, but I know it's maybe tougher than usual this week. Um, and we definitely hope you're testing negative or not having to get tested at all, or maybe even getting vaccinated. If you don't already, please subscribe and or review via your favorite podcast provider. And don't be shy about sharing your thoughts and suggestions for the show. We'll be back next week with more pop culture, life strategies, and existentialism. But until then, peace. <laughs>